One. What's going on, boys and girls? Welcome to yet another episode of 2HG, Two and a Half Gringos, a.k.a. Pittsburgh Baseball Now's very own podcast. Um, it's a special episode since uh, it's not Friday for us. It's Wednesday for us. Um, Got to do a little bit of opening day preview. It's opening day. Opening day is upon us, boys. And uh, new hopes, new dreams, and new bitching from the fans about Derek Shelton and everything that he does. It's kind of like Mike Tomlin for the Pirates. It's all his fault, which, you know, granted, there are some issues with Shelton, but we'll get into that later. Let me introduce my two co-hosts for the evening, as always, Anthony Big Bear Murphy and Nola Jeffy. What's going on, fellas? What was that? Yo, yo, yo. Well, guys, we got a uh, opening day coming. So what are our initial thoughts with Mitch Keller on the bump? He officially becomes the youngest opening day starter for the Pirates since Garrett Cole in 2017. So I think it's what, 26 years and 360 days old Keller is. Officially becomes the youngest starter since Garrett Cole. So, what are our thoughts? Oh, that, sounds like there's some re- that, that sounds like some re- was involved in that tidbit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, going to be in my tidbit section of the Pirates preview. I might have read off of my draft <laughs> a little bit. It's it's all good. You know, got to do a little cheating. It's all good, man. He's Just a young pup like Cody. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I'm I'm slightly older. Slightly. Oh, okay. Oh, slightly. I'm 27 and I will be 28 come April 13th. So, we're close. Almost. We're we're close. Almost. Closing in on the 30s. Oh yeah, man. I I got I got to soak in the 20s while I'm here because and then it's all downhill. Yeah, it's all downhill. My yeah, I, I completely and noticeably felt different the day of my 30th birthday. I like I woke up and it just felt different. <laughs> no joke. I, I, I woke up with pain. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Did I sleep wrong? What's wrong with my neck? <laughs> yeah. I, I I am not looking forward to those days, but um Let's get into some Mitch talk. Murph, I know that was the first ever subject we discussed when uh, we first met. So I'll start with you, man. What is What are you looking forward to see in Mitch opening day? He has the cutter now, six-pitch repertoire. You know, are, are we just looking for him to stay healthy, or are you looking for specifics with him? For, uh, as far as Mitch, like, it's just for, for me, it's consistency. You know, he took the big step forward last year, and I, I think we just want to kind of see him build off of that and consistently build off of that, you know, go out there, throw strikes, maybe get – I think I think the we were talking about it, and I mentioned wanted to maybe see some more strikeouts, some more swing and miss, which we end up did seeing it during spring. So, um, yeah, really just that. Catch, catch a couple extra strikeouts, get in and out of the game healthy, put them in position to win. If we're just talking about opening day, set yeah. the tone for the year. Yeah. And um, another interesting tidbit, Derek Shelton, since taking over in 2019, well, 
offseason of 2019. He has yet to pick up an opening day win. He's 0-3. Can Mitch change the tide for Derek Shelton? Who knows? Sounds like it's in the cards. That's probably why they picked us to open against the Reds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the past two opening days have been against the Cubs and the weird 2020 year we opened against the Brewers. So a bit of a theme going with NL Central openings um, for the Pirates. Uh, Nola, your thoughts on Mitch and what you're – what you're wanting to see from him. I mean, really just all I'm hoping to see is a continuation. Yeah. Just a continuation of what he developed and turned into by, you know, the end of the year last year and carrying that into this year and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, establishing himself as the uh, rotations ace. Quote unquote. Air quotes. (laughs) You said the bad word. Yeah, that's 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 the that's a no no word there. That's no no. Um, <laughs> one thing I found interesting, I was looking through Keller's uh, baseball reference, and I was you know scrolling all the way down to where you see their um, record and opponent slash lines um, at opposing parks. Interestingly enough, Mitch Keller has pitched twenty two innings. Um, at Great American Ballpark, which is by far the most he's pitched on the road. And he has terrible numbers there. Opponents in Great American Ballpark are hitting over a thousand OPS. I think they're batting 340 plus in average. So it's going to be interesting to see how Mitch can handle the home run haven that is Great American Ballpark. We'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm this looking Mitch. This is your Cy Young Mitch, right? This, this is, is this Mitch. is this is this is brand new Mitch. Was, yeah, well, count. it's it's gonna be a interesting <laughs> roster they have though. I mean, Kevin Newman's pretty much their stud now. Yeah, yeah. It's like if, it, of, if there's if the, it feels like if there's a team to kind of into the season, it, it it's gonna be the, the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because they, I mean, uh, Votto's starting on the IL, isn't he? Is he? I think I, I think they got they pretty pretty much all the pirates killers are mostly gone because Moose is in Colorado. Well, yeah. there is one pirate killer that is going to play. I mean, he's very very few starts against him, but Hunter Green, uh, he's held the Pirates to a point nine one average. Point nine. He had the he had the, the well, quote unquote no hitter, right? Yeah, he did. But he still he won. still. um i i gotta give a shout out to alan saunders for that uh he covered for me that game and um he said that was one of the worst baseball games he's ever witnessed so that's saying a lot because he's seen quite a few ball games in his day covering uh for the ap so um shout out to alan saunders for covering that uh horrific game i'm looking at i don't know oof I'm looking at their roster resource right now. And oof. The Reds? Yeah, they're – Oof. They, the, the Pirates need to set a tone this weekend that this isn't just going to be another one of those years. They come into Cincinnati – if they go into Cincinnati and it's 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 a struggle, then, like, man, I hate – it's 162 games, so I hate to overreact over three games. But if they go into Cincinnati and they struggle, 
there's going to be a lot of people overreacting to this. Oh yeah, I mean they, this roster. I mean, okay, granted that pitching staff is 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 good. They're going to have Green and um, they're going to have their top guys. Home. So like, and Green Green's pretty good. It's good. So like, Green Lodolo, Ashcraft, Ashcraft was a little bit of a dark horse. Yeah. So I mean, that pitching staff is good, and with the, I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll talk more about the lineup and all that here in a minute, but like. Some of the struggles we've seen with the lineup in spring, that kind of feels like this is like like a trap series or something like that already. <laughs> Are we saying must yeah. win here, Murph? First game of the year? No, it's not a must win. It's 162 <laughs> games. And to, by Frank, was it by Friday, the, the Indianapolis Indians will be on. So, so I <laughs> better watch <laughs> but, but obviously not a must but this feels this 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 series is one of the ones you like. Nola just looked at their roster. You think, okay, well, this is fun to start. But then also you think about it, and it's like, man, like could they walk out of this zero three to start just because those starters? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think another reason the Pirates could potentially start zero three is that, uh, as Nola called it in the group chat, mid Pirates bullpen. Um, yeah, the, the mid the mid bullpen. It, it's looking rough. Looking at the bullpen right now, it is rough. Outside of a few names like Bednar, uh, Bednar, uh, Bednar. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, did did you mention Bednar? Uh, no, I don't think so. Bednar, um, yeah, that that's pretty much where we're at right now with this bullpen and. Um, if I have to give Ben Charrington a, a harsh criticism, it would be the man doesn't know how to build a bullpen for anything. I have yet to see a good Pirates bullpen under him. Uh, and <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, Dwayne Underwood Jr. Um, like that season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's going to be yeah. really uh, tough to judge Shelton's usage with the names that he has right now. And I didn't mm-hmm. think that coming into the season, I didn't think it would, no. I, I thought it would be a no excuse year, but if this is how they're going to roll the bullpen, uh, I, I think we have another excuse in the barrel for Shelton in the chamber, ready to fire. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I'll let you guys uh, discuss the bullpen. You know, where are we at? You know, is there hope with guys like YDLS and Cody Bolton coming up, potentially trying to save this bullpen, or are we just going to have to suffer? I, I feel, well, and I, I'm going to touch on it a bit in my uh, roundtable piece tomorrow for P2, but uh, I'm actually kind of intrigued by Dari Moretta. I'm, I'm yeah. excited to see what he's do. And if I had to pick a guy that I think is going to move his way towards the back end innings to help uh, Bednar out, I'd probably – he'd be my dark horse selection, I guess. Because it feels like our bullpen right now is basically a bunch of low, medium leverage type pitchers. And yeah. that's it. And it's – but I'm also of the mindset, you know, Bullpens, bullpen arms are fungible, and a guy could pop up out of nowhere after being awful. Who was it? Jorge Lopez, the 
I can't remember, he was a lefty for Baltimore, was a starter, then he was a lights-out closer, then he got traded. So, I think to the Twins. And so, it, it can happen, just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't really see that happening with many of these guys. I felt like Garcia might have, you know, veteranosity, veteranosity himself into being useful, but... <clears throat> Yeah, I don't have a lot of hope. No. It's it's a lot of you know contact guys and you know I'm sure we'll touch on the defense at some point, but yeah. 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 Mm. Um I think I wouldn't want to say he it was a surprise to see him struggle, but watching Will Crow in spring training, it just looked completely different than when he was dominating early in the season in 2022. He he just, it doesn't look good, and I'm extremely disappointed in that because I thought Crow could actually be an elite middle-inning reliever. I, I honestly thought he could with the changeup and fastball combination, but I, I, I don't know. Spring training numbers usually don't mean anything, but th- there is concern mm-hmm. with Crow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I maybe he'll turn it on once the season starts, and maybe I'm worrying over nothing. But I don't know. There there were moments where he just did not look right, and maybe there's an injury coming up. Maybe there's another IL stint. I, I don't I don't know. But the Pirates just aren't having much luck uh, with the IL stints, are they, Murph? With uh, JT the goat starting. No, nah, he's that's a uh, that's that's unfortunate, and that's that's kind of the um. The, the worry with everything and all that and how tricky the season and how quick things can change and, and whatnot already, you know, you talk about this depth that you're building, at least in the rotation and in the bullpen and everything like that. And to see it kind of immediately get tested is, is not ideal. So, I mean, OVA don't look good in this place. And I wrote about him. What is it? What's today? What the Wednesday morning? on a mm. on p2 and about you know his different kind of going slider heavy pretty much because the problems there and you know maybe that's not a recipe for long-term success even as a starter but if it gives them success long enough for brubaker to come back or maybe ortiz or, or burrows to to get things going then then that works yeah yeah it's so. it's, but it's for the bullpen, i'm i'm I, I'm I I I want to know the maids like a lot of a lot of them seem like low leverage. It's just like a crowd of low leverage people right now. I think Holderman like thing that's holding him. He's finding some extra swing and miss with his fastball. Like if he can generate some more wisdom with the fastball, he'll be straight into like a late inning kind of thing. But like swing the swing and miss rates on his fastball is worse than what we're talking about with like Ortiz and, and Oviedo. Oh, he has a long way to go with it. Yeah, yeah. And Nola, you I'm gonna need to screenshot those, all those comments and tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reverse blackmail you. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I, I did, I do that. I keep that you chain over your head for quite some time. <laughs> Mark's gonna be like, I got this, you, I got this, you chain. I'm gonna be like, well. I need to start printing all the Holderman stuff. I might be a minute. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's this is what that's what happens when you um 
react to spring training stuff. I was it was just an example of what not to do. That's that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, and, so. and that's what yeah, because it was great seeing the what ninety nine. Did he did he hit hundred? Mm-hmm. I don't. That was like it's like wow, but I think then he hit like, like ninety nine point something, and they might have rounded up on the like, yeah. TV radar or something like that. And then, and then it's one of those things where yeah, it's like but people are catching up to it, and people are fouling it off and putting it in play. It's like mm-hmm. it's not, but that's why that's what kind of sucks with the injuries this early. Is I do feel like they have strong depth, but it's just depth that's not necessarily ready right now. Yeah, like it's gonna take a month or two, and you know the Cody Boltons, the Dale Santos, Selby's, Majinski, new reliever Majinski. Yes. Um. Sorry. I think I think there's I think there's I think they're gonna be useful and have potentially big parts in this season at some point. It's just. It's not going to be early. Yeah. 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 And I just want to say I predict the Pirates to win 93 games. You you know who you are. You know who you are in the quote tweets. Don't don't lie. You're listening right now. And you love it. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we got to get into it. And I, I don't want to get into it because it, it, it makes me really sad. But we got to discuss this outfield, boys. And we got to discuss this uh, defensive, I don't know the right word to use. Alignment. alignment? Yeah, alignment. But I was thinking of a very uh, angry word to use. And I, I can't search for it right <laughs> now. But uh, – yeah, the, the defensive alignment isn't going to uh, work out too well if we're having Jack Sawinski in center field and having Brian Reynolds in left field. I mm. wanted Reynolds in left field just like the all three of us did, but mm-hmm. we wanted him in left field for a different purpose. And Murph, pre-record, you looked up Sawinski's numbers and how many outfield starts he had in the minors and in the majors. Um so I'll let you lead off with that conversation. We can kind of spur off of um, your comments on the defensive alignment. So with center field, like he's played center field before, but like as, as mentioned, it's it's slowly. He hasn't played like a consistent amount of center. Field. It was like 2017, I think. I think it said 2017, 2018, and it's just drastically gone down. He played about like he played just over. 100 innings, I think, was last year in Pittsburgh with it, which is what the equivalent of like 10 games, pretty much, he said. Um, I, don't know, I don't know. This, this, in in theory, it's it's nice because you're moving a guy, you're adding value with, with that. Granted that he can repeat the 19 home runs, you're putting a guy who hit 19 home runs in center field in drastically increases the value there because 19 home runs at center field is good. Um, but then how much of that value that you just add or taken is being away with your losing defensively now? And I guess technically it's an improvement because what Reynolds was most analytic sites had him like if the worst, one of the worst center fielders last year. So it's kind of like the thing to where like you get better by putting someone else there pretty much, but like still you're still teetering a below average defensive outfield. It's all in the, the last spring training game, 
could happen. I mean, they had they had Skeen and, and Joe inched closer towards the gap, and neither of them could chase down that ball there, and and it led to a double or triple or, or something like that. So, like, it's it's a, like you may be adding some runs on the board, possibly, but you're also putting the pitching staff in a position to work harder, give up more runs, and then in turn having to turn to this bullpen that there's already a lot of question marks about. Now you're turning them a lot earlier and using them up. And then we saw what happens last year when we when they use their best relief pitchers too much and just left with a complete and utter mess at that point. So it's a big trickle down effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um Connor Connor Joe and right field is going to be, as Nola put it, <laughs> very entertaining <laughs> to see on Twitter. He yeah. uh what'd you say, Nola? Yeah, uh, watching him run into the right field wall. <laughs> oh no, I just said I can't wait till he meets the Clemani wall. It's gonna be interesting. Entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um as as we all know, it's uh it takes some weird hops off of that wall and and the way Joe's path to the ball was during spring training. Granted, it's Florida. So the sun might have been a factor, but some of those routes, man, they, they did not look pretty whatsoever. Kind of looked like uh, Gregory Polanco with the baby giraffe legs. Uh, Not quite to that extent, but you you get my drift. Um, Yeah. The, the whole defensive alignment is going to, lose the pirates a lot more games than I think people are giving it credit for. Um I, I don't well, care that's how, what it, how I mean, many it's... runs you put on the board. If you're giving up that many runs, you're not gonna survive. Well that's why it's I mean with the way they have this outfield aligned, it's pretty much gonna come down to how well they hit. Cause I mean Re- Reynolds is gonna see a boost boost defense going back to left field but then you know we're gonna we might see a tick better because I, I think like i said before it was that like um jack's like outfield jump and i think i forget what route running but like outfield jumps like slightly better it, it was something like reynolds was 44th percentile and jack was 48th it, it wasn't a big difference but and that's why I, earlier i actually started thinking about it and started thinking that a lot of a lot is probably going to come down to how well in Jigba plays because yeah. the better, the better he plays, the less Joe's going to be out there, the less Kutch will be and Kutch will, I mean, they've already said Kutch is mostly going to be DH already, but if Jigba's playing well, that's even less time that they'll be like, look, he's hitting, he's fielding well. Just stick at DH and stay healthy. Don't hurt that shoulder. Stay healthy and hit. So, and it's, there's a lot is going to be, it's all going to be weighted on their bats. How well things are going to go. And I I, I think things will probably shake out and we'll kind of see where things are going by the end of, maybe not by the end of April, but at least first couple weeks of May maybe is when if, some guys are really dragging. They might start flipping things around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I feel a lot more confident with CSN in the outfield than I do Joe. I mean, CSN isn't going to be a gold glover by yeah. any stretch of the imagination, but 
he can at least play a, a capable outfielder. I, I just don't see that with, yeah. with Joe whatsoever. And I, it makes me question why the Pirates acquired Joe. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. But go ahead, Nola. And that's well, I'll say that, that, that I think that kind of goes back to the whole when we talked about the couple times with Cutch, like if prior wasn't really in there, it was like, you're going to play, be our right handed bat. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, here's Cutch, which kind of threw things in the bind. Yeah. Which but with CSN, that's why I've, I've even said, you know, he he's kind of like Cal Mitchell defensively, just with a better arm. Yeah, well, a much better arm, and that's not saying much, man. That's not saying no. Um, all right, well, I guess we got to jump into the offense or lack thereof for the Pirates. I mean, there there were a few times when we saw the Pirates explode for runs and garbage time, and that was fun to see the young kids kind of jump in and play, but I don't know, guys. It, it seems like there isn't a whole lot of offensive power. Uh, and I don't mean power as in home runs. I just don't see a whole lot of runs coming from this lineup. I mean, Cruz, maybe if he figures out uh, his issues with breaking stuff, maybe he has a breakout year. Hayes, obviously, if he can fi- fix the launch angle issue, which we've seen in spring training, which is nice to see. Reynolds... And then outside of those guys, I mean, is CSN going to uh, fill his potential with the power that he has? Because he has monster power. Is he going to fill that role? Is Kutch going to be able to come back to some semblance of offense? You know, I, I discussed uh, uh, 105 to 108 WRC plus would be a huge bonus for the Pirates if he could produce that. Sawinski, is he going to repeat 19 home runs? I don't see it. There's a whole lot of question marks, and there is certainties in this lineup. And it it kind of – I don't think the Pirates are going to lose 100 games, but, I mean, that's not an achievement of itself. So, it, you know, wh- where do we see this offense going? Because there's a lot of question marks that need to be answered, and I, I don't know who can answer the bell. I honestly don't. So where are we at with this offense, guys? I think Oof. I think I think this uh, and, and I think just as like a team in general, it's it's about seeing the, the kids make that make the step kind of thing. You know, you you mentioned Cruz and the pitches, you know, th- this year's about taking the next step and bringing down the, the swing and miss stuff with that it's about Sawinski showing that he those 19 home runs weren't just a, a fluke it's about uh Smith and Jayba establishing himself uh after you know last year he potentially could have you know the in- injury you know one Bay or Castro hopefully kind of taking the risk at second base and and running with it um I would love I don't seem like to an extent this team does have a little bit of a the potential to kind of take advantage of the 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 pitch clock and the you know the step off rule and kind of you know, get a little more aggressive on the base paths were in in spring training. I get to I know a lot of teams like tinkered around with it. It probably people won't be running as crazy in spring as they were in the regular season with things ca- you know counting more. But maybe the Pirates were just being conservative and they didn't want any injuries or anything like that. I mean that's that's more or less what why Lonnie White's out again, right? Because he broke his thumb sliding into second and, and whatnot. So 
maybe they didn't want to, one of their major leaguers to do that. So now that the season's going, they're going to start getting a lot more aggressive. But I can't remember who was there interviewing on the broadcast saying they're not going to be a team that's going to hit, you know, all these home runs and stuff like that. So they're going to have to look for other ways to get on base and manufacture stuff. So I think this is a team that we're going to need to see them get creative. And I, I think one of the, the easiest, one of the give me's when it comes to getting creative with offense is with the new rules in place. So that's, that's something probably I'd like to see them, them do this, this weekend, get a little aggressive with that. Yeah. And I've also, I also would love to see some small ball, just some basic roots baseball, you know, bunt the guy over to second, bunt the guy over to third. You know, something and I know that's not exactly creative. It's very old school, but you're not going to hit a thousand home runs. It's just not going to happen. Not with this lineup. So yeah. why not? <laughs> why? <laughs> More power. Well, I mean, Cruz is going to go 70, 70 this year, 70 homers, 70 stolen bases. So, I mean, I guess I like you're right. That, that's my bad. That's my bad, man. I'll, I'll do better next time. I promise. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Mur- Murph, you kind of hit the nail on the head here. The Pirates have been preaching, you know, uh, being more aggressive on the base pass, turning a single into a double, a double into a triple. Um, and, and I think guys like Bay could do that. Castro, Cruz, obviously, Hayes, Reynolds, they all have the speed to do it and the know-how. It's just, are you going to be able to hit the ball? into the outfield to do that and you know there's a lot of question marks there so i don't know it's it's i don't i i I think endlessly about this shit so nola where are you at with this offense and where it could go and where it won't go probably um i mean i do think it has a higher floor than it previously had i think they did bring in what should be more on base guys like Santana and Troy and yeah 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 and that's what I mean and that was you know one of Cannon's things that he's always been a guy with strong plate discipline so that that should help and it's just I honestly it's gonna be Hayes is gonna be I think a big time player in all, all this and what happens with him if you know his spring training is going to parlay into the season and, you know, we're going to see more of that power and it just, it feels like it is a roster though that could fall into, it's going to have its valleys and its highs. Cause you know, I mean, hedges is, he is what he is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Bay's, I mean, Bay is also going to be someone to keep an eye on. Just is what kind of player truly is he in the majors? Is he the player with the numbers he put up his bad ball profile last year? Or is he someone that's going to get put the ball into the outfield so they can use his wheels, get steel bags and all that. Um, It's, it's still just, it's still a lineup with a lot of question marks. I feel like it's a, problem is it's just Reynolds right now is probably the one guy that you're like all right here's what we have yeah Kutch Kutch has had a long enough career that you have a decent idea you're like he's gonna at least be an average hitter but I 
part of me feels like there's going to be a Pittsburgh factor that's going to boost him up a little bit of him just like being glad being back. Yeah. But past that, it's it's a lot of guys where you're like, all right, this is what we think they can do if this, 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 and this happens. And we hope that happens. Yeah. And I, I think the one thing with Kutch before we move on here, he, he's historically a slow starter. So I'm going to enjoy yeah. people overreacting to Kutch batting like 220 in April because people are just going to lose their shit. He's washed. He's the, like, dude, he sl- starts slow, even like his 2013, 2015 years. Like, calm the fuck down. It's okay. I promise. Um, and, and I guess the last topic that I'd like to hit on, unless you guys have other ideas, um, I, I guess the starting rotation as a whole, once it gets healthy and Brubaker isn't out extremely long term, you know, what, what are we... What are we thinking this starting rotation can provide? You know, can Rowanzi take that next step? Can Mitch continue his success into last year from last year? And Murph, you said, can he get more whiffs? Um, I think introducing the cutter might help him in that aspect. Um, guys might sit cutter. He can blow by a fastball or a sweeper, something to that effect. Um, can Oviedo fix his issues um he looked good in his last spring training start but i mean it was against the orioles and it was like his eighth time facing them so he might as well get one good game out of them um i i can rich hill introduce some factors to this young pitching staff to help them um you know it i don't think there's as many question marks with the starting rotation as there is the offense and the outfield defense, but there are question marks. And I'm I'm not sure if even if Mitch and even if Rowanzi take that second step or next step, excuse me. Um I, I froze a little bit. I see Nola reacting. <laughs> it's all good. This is raw, baby. You you know, you know. Um, but even oh, if yeah. these guys do take that next step. You know, I I don't know if the overall picture can be painted in a good light, the starting rotation, that is, just based on the fact of, I don't, there's a lot of question marks. I don't know who's going to be healthy. I don't know who's going to perform. Oviedo is a big standout to me on uh, guys like that. Um, Ortiz, what's what's he going to do if he comes up uh, when we think he is? You know, there's a lot of... I don't knows. And I, I think you can say that about the entire Pirates roster, but it, it's, I don't know. Where, where are we at with this starting rotation? Because I think Mitch <laughs> will get Cy Young votes. I really believe that. But, you know, wh- where are we? Wh- wh- what direction are we heading? And, you know, Murph, you've led off the last one, so I'll let Nola lead off with this one, man. So where are we heading, Nola? Oh, well. Well, um, that's kind of unfortunate because I guess I'm going to have to be the one to say it that, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a little less enthused with the goat out now. Yeah. Brubaker. Um, I do think it's, a, you know, a rotation that has, again, a, a higher floor than previous years. But, I mean, Rich Hill's what he is. He's going to eat innings. 
He's going to have good games. He's going to have games where he gets bombed. And you take the good with the bad. And he's here to help teach kids. And um, Vince Velasquez is – if he's anything like his last spring training start, I mean, that's going to be a boost. I do think I have – I do – have faith in Rowanzi taking a step. Uh, actually, I think uh, Zimborski came out with a breakout list today for Fangraphs, and he had Rowanzi on there. He said it was pretty much between him and Keller, but since everybody's already talked about Keller, he went with Contreras. And pretty much a lot is going to come down to just where he's putting his fastball. And <clears throat> I, I think it's going to be a better rotation than last year. I wish Brew Baker was healthy, but I, I think it should sustain. And then, obviously, come midseason, I think is when we're really going to get excited about it. And I mentioned – I just want to jump in here. I mentioned Oviedo with the Orioles. I obviously meant Vince Velasquez. It, I, Yeah, <laughs> that was my bad. My bad on uh, that bugaboo there for me. So what you're saying is your brain froze like your screen. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> we, we coincide there. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Murph, go ahead, man. I, I just wanted to let everyone know that I, I fucked up. <laughs> so I have such back and forth feelings with the rotation because part of me wants to be like, this is probably the part of the team that to an extent I feel the most comfortable with. Yeah, but also mm -hmm. that's kind of worrisome too because there's a lot of ways that this can go, and like losing. Lose, I mean, we talked. I talked about trickle down effect with like Sawinski and everything like that. Brubaker going down, you're already you're already tapping into a guy who you probably either one wanted to go to AAA to to you know stay as a starter or be have like as like a long man in the bullpen and if Rubaker is healthy now then all of a sudden wow that bullpen looks a lot better because you have someone like Oviedo being able to mm. come out and throw a couple innings out of it and you think of how much that helps the starters too because you know early season we're going to get the like getting yanked after 75 80 pitches or something like that still so like and, and like there's really no one down there in the bullpen like if our guys are only going four innings or something like that, man, that's going to be rough. But, so, but like, I don't dislike Oviedo in multi-inning role. I after seeing the way he pitched his last outing, I'm just to see how it works with him in the rotation. I'm a lot more open-minded if he keeps this kind of approach that he was that he went. Like I said earlier, I don't know how sustainable that is over a full season. Might not need a full season of that, though. I, I think I think it really comes down to like Brubaker because like he's if this is just a quick stint, you know, we, let's rest him up. Let's not you know tack, not take any chances because we're about to go through a long season. So you know, just kind of chill. Cool. If we're talking about the, some of the other stuff that comes with the what they said, I'm like hmm, that's going to be really rough early on. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. this, this rotation is kind of is like you're going to have a little unnerved about it because you have a second year player in Contreras. You got, you got a guy who in Velasquez who 
I mean, he's shown flashes and parts and stuff like that. Like, it has never really been effective at the major league level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richel, who's something like Richel today. It's going to be one of those things to where like you got to take the good with the bad, and you have to wait till hit makes it the entire season with the Pirates, which I imagine he doesn't. You take you wait till then, and then you kind of you kind of take a look back and evaluate. Okay, well he did this on that because right like it's going to be such like a up and down roller coaster with him that like if you take you take to heart each and every start you you just you're not going to make it through the whole season let it play out hope that it's just more good than bad by the time things are done but i want to say that the the i guess what i'm trying to say is i want to say the rotation is the thing i feel more most comfortable with which unfortunately isn't overly saying too much right now just because of the injury to Brubaker. It would help if they had a solid defense behind them, help, you know, curb some Which of those imperfections, but you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's why it's a, it's, it's a team game, right? It's a team game. You have to help each other. And, mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden, if one thing doesn't work, then that messes with another thing, which messes with this, and like it just comes all crashing down. Then yeah. if the outfield can't get to the baseballs, then you're talking about shorter outings for the starters, and not in a good way that makes Cody all sorts of happy, but in the bad way that tries <laughs> stands crazy. And that's why and I then, feel like I feel like Chase Young's good luck's gonna finally run out at some point this year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, that, that opens the door no for involved with that bullpen at all this spring. That opens a door for so, a guy unless, like Cody unless he comes into the yeah, and unless he comes into the year, the season, and that new splitter he's supposedly throwing is just snapping. Just call it Cody Bolton. Yeah, yeah. Call Carmen. I do have a question for you guys. Should I make my own Dick Mountain T-shirt and wear it on Sundays when Rich Hill starts? I mean, I figured that'd be a prerequisite. Yeah. Is it is it gonna have the the dicks on it, like the dick sausage? <laughs> my meat in your mouth. <laughs> you should. There you go. You should. You should have the Dick family from Letterkenny on a mountain. <laughs> the real ones would get it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I mean, do do we have any hot takes for the season before we end this? Is there a hot take in your brain that you've wanted to say or have said previously for this season? Do do we have one? For this season? Yeah. At the major league level. Because we'll touch on minor leagues next week. Uh, so um, my, my prediction's not really a hot take, so... Yeah. Wait, I guess it is. 93 wins. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll get a wild card out of it because the Cardinals will do voodoo magic mm-hmm. and end up with 100 wins. That happened to me on the show, man. I had the Pirates win 92 <clears throat> games, and they were a wild card team. Yep. Crazy shit. Here, here's my hot take. If Ronald isn't signed by first pitch tomorrow... He's going to be Trey Mancini at the deadline. 
Okay. Yeah. Big Bear. You got a hot take up your brain? I don't have a hot take. It's just... No, no. I, 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 okay, so this isn't a hot take because it's pretty obvious and it's pretty straightforward and it's pretty consensus, but I am absolutely buying into if Brian Hayes stays healthy that he's a 20 guy this year. It's not really a hot take. That's maybe the whole thing. Or that's that's the one, one thing that I'll, I'll just throw out there. That like if he stays healthy, like I'm gonna go all in and buy that. Yeah, go for it. If if we want a hot take, Vince Velasquez will outlast uh, Richel in the rotation. Oh, it's pretty hot. Yeah, that's that's. That is, that is my throwing something against the wall, and if it sticks, I am a super genius. <laughs> if, if not, I'm just going to chalk it up to me being <laughs> Jacob, Jacob Gonzalez, top 20. <laughs> Boom. My hot take. What would I have as a hot take? Your take was so hot that Murph just left. Yeah, he did. Murph Murph left the podcast, everybody. His hot take was so hot that he had to leave town. It was so spicy, it burned his laptop. <laughs> Murph, you left us, yeah. buddy. I think I hit a button on my AirPod. That was too spicy. <laughs> yeah, we said I your hot take was so spicy it broke your computer. It might have. <laughs> um. I, I don't know my hot take because I mentioned it on the podcast previous. Mitch Keller is going to have a Cy, Cy Young votes this season. I mean, that that's that's the hottest take that I can think of right now. You want this is this is more bold. Mitch Keller won't get any Cy Young votes, but Rowanzi Contreras will. Mm. Mm. So so basically, basically, Cody called. An Indian restaurant. They said spice level one to three. Cody said three, and Murph said four. I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> what spice level you want? Yes. <laughs> well, you're in your thirties now, Murph. You can't handle the spice no more, baby. Not really, but it also be. <laughs> um, yeah, but I kind of have to, to to keep the appearance. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm at, at this point, even ketchup's got a little too much kick. <laughs> this ketchup's spicy. We need to change it. <laughs> I mean, hey, what Whataburger has spicy ketchup, but that's actually really good. Mm. I don't think we have a Whataburger here. No, they're all down here. Yeah. Mm. We don't even have them here. <laughs> Sorry. You get sheets. Yeah. Yeah. As my wife laughed in the background because <laughs> she thought of an inside joke we have with you. Um but yeah, that that that's gonna do it for our uh special episode of two HG everyone. Uh sorry for it being a little shorter than usual, but you know, that we've talked about this season ad nauseum at this point, so there wasn't a whole lot else to say. But as always, we're gonna leave you with our socials so you can follow us. I, will I got be- one thing I want to say real quick. Go ahead, Murph. One thing. I just want to say, after listening to all this, and it was seemed like a pretty 
downer of an episode to be to be honest. It's 162 games. We can't take one game out of 162 out of context. Let's let the season play out. Let's have a good time. Let's let's be open-minded with stuff. Let's let's just have a good time. Let's just enjoy the, enjoy the ride. As uh, yeah. That's, As Murph has nice in front of him, he's going to roll the dice. I will definitely go in for as much of the stuff that I will say that I don't agree with what happened. I will go in there with an open mind and knowing the fact that I'm not the one that's getting paid probably lots of money to make these kind of decisions. And I will, I, I think it's, a, I think a lot of the stuff they did, I don't like. I don't think I would have done. But I mean, I'm just here to write about them. So. And I'll we're still going to watch good. it. Yeah. I mean, I might watch it. I might watch it. Friday, you won't. <laughs> Friday from there on. Well, do won't. they play on Friday or do they, or, or they, do they give them, like, do they, where they have the game and then they have the day off? Yeah. Pir- Pirates are Opening on day, off day, then okay. yeah. Saturday. But in, so Indy's on. Indy's on. So, yeah. yeah. Indy's on. No, that's I missed, bullshit, No, I missed, I missed the Pirates game on Saturday for Kim's birthday party. So that's good. No, it's bullshit what you said because we we have to bitch 162 times of the Pirates lineup and how it's 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 messed up. We have to. It, it's tradition in Pittsburgh. That's a great thing. Right, so yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, well, that's. I'm. This is more of a to the to the listeners. <laughs> it's going to be really easy, especially if this weekend goes how like I feel like it could potentially go wrong. <laughs> It's going to be easy to 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 throw up the thing. Let's just let it play out. Let's see how it looks at the end of it. This this will be what this this will be my third third year doing the day to day quote unquote coverage of the team kind of thing. I've already figured out after the first two, and it's just too exhausting to live live and die by day to day. So it is. It, God, that's exhausting. Yes, absolutely, and. And to, to Cody, who co- covers the major league team, and to all the other guys who cover the major league team, good luck. <laughs> well, I, I, as everyone knows that I put it on Twitter, I will have a more specialized role uh, with the Pirates covering this year. I'll be making plenty of trips to Altoona, doing minor league coverage and playing cameraman. Got my brand new camera. Going to take some shots of the players and do some cool features. So... Look, looking forward to doing that. Um, but, you know, you guys can give me a follow on Twitter at 2HG013. You can also follow my work on PittsburghBaseballNow.com. Uh, recently wrote an opinion piece on Dylan Cruz and how the Pirates uh, shouldn't play cute here and just draft the kid already. It just it, – it should it should happen. Don't Don't play cute. Just draft Dylan Cruz right now. Just do it right now. Say it's official. Paul Skeens. <laughs> very, very long, but it was a much longer offseason. <laughs> but those are my socials and my projects. Big Bear, give the people your socials and projects. As always, give me a follow on Twitter at double underscore Murphy 88. I have the YouTube page, which I haven't posted anything in in a while, but like I was just kind of taking a break till the season starts. Get back started on that soon. Link to that is in my Twitter bio. 
find my work on piratesprospects.com. Um, got some stuff coming out. I had a thing about Oviedo Wednesday, some other stuff coming up. Um, yeah. Okay. Nola, give out your socials, man, and give the people what you're working on. At Nola Jeffy, N-O-L-A-J-E-F-F-Y. Um, well, I got the roundtable piece coming out tomorrow. And then um, with the uh, minor league season kicking off, that uh, means we'll I'll be starting the minor league weekend week previews. So let's go. Get a day off. Always, those, those, <laughs> 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 you're going to get two days off in the next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right um yeah this was a like murph said a pretty downer episode not in terms of content but in terms of you know it seems like we're shitting on the pirates we're not we're not shitting on them i know, I know one person who's especially going to enjoy this i believe I know one person win. who's especially going to enjoy this podcast uh, yeah I, I i believe they're going to win more games than last year so that's a positive yeah, and you know, seventy wins is still uh, an improvement, but we can't mention that because you know, for some 69. reason, sixty <laughs> nine. Yeah, sixty nine. Sixty nine would be great because obvious reasons. Noise <laughs> content. Yes. <laughs> uh, next week, guys, we may have a special guest discussing uh, the minor league aspect to the Pirates. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to it if it does, in fact, follow through. So look forward to a special episode next week on top of the regular weekly show. So, um, yeah, like, rate, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And uh, give us money. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Don't give us money. Um, we love I, like money. I, I like money. I like money. I like money, too. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to ask. uh the, the people but i do have to say one thing let's go box <laughs> not yet not yet ah. i do have to say one thing uh we crushed the uh record for this podcast for uh downloads in a month uh march has been incredible um you guys have knocked it out of the park uh pun kind of intended um uh, with the support so just keep it up um it, it makes me happy and it makes us happy um, that you support us this much. So we love you guys. And Nola, it is time. Let's go, Bucks. Look at Bucks. <laughs> you bastards. What? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> I love you, Murph. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>